Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality game Let's love Every time I say goodbye, I die a little. Every time I see Amanda's face on my screen, I wonder why a little. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> we all do. Okay, we the end of the why. season can't come soon enough for me with her. Oh, I'm still what a okay shrew. With it. I'm okay with it. Is I kind of I'm here for this girl who thinks she's all that and a bag of shit to see this beautiful man say, "Yeah, I don't think so. I I don't I'm, think so. I'll see, watch that for at least two or three more episodes. I would love for that to happen. I don't know if he'll do it. I think he's going to propose to her. Well, if he proposes to her, then he wants to go to America because it's not love. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that, right? It's not. Maybe it's, he deserves what, it. It's not love. You know what love is? Love is saying, I'm broken. I'm broken and I need you to love me. Just love me. You know it. Come inside me. Come inside me and love me. That's Gina, love. Take this ring from my horrible nailed <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Give them a spinoff. Okay. Her why why was her fiddling with the ring with those awful nails? Awful to, nails. Hard to watch. Oh, like but her hands were shaking, so it was it was I had to watch. It was but her, those nails are truly awful. I'm 
I really, really, really hope that Gino's family is really weird so we can get the family Gino. I'm, I'm, this is this is what I'm I am manifesting it the way I ma- manifested Mother Debbie on the single life. They're going to be Michigan trash. I oh, promise God, you I that. Hope. God, I hope. This is B90. This is B90. Uh, season 6, episode 15. Every time we say goodbye, which is apparently a movie with Tom Hanks. I looked it up. Mm, look at that. Um, ah. Every time, every time we say goodbye, Wilson, 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 I gotta say goodbye. Oh, God. Oh, Tom Hanks. You know, the weirdest thing is you're only impersonating him from one movie. Um, But he kind of did that in all his comedies. Yeah. Who would have thought that the person who did Turner and Hooch could do Philadelphia? Who would have? God. No one. And God, Turner and Hooch was a good movie. <laughs> it was. I had a lot of fun as a kid. I don't remember it at all. Um, Can't remember Philadelphia. So the point of that movie was his new partner was a dog. Yeah, they. I can't it remember with the guy who's really, he's cute too, has pretty eyes. The guy who was on like a Disney show. Who now's hot? You know how those kid ones—they either grow up hot or they end up doing drugs, or both. That's the only option. Those are the only, only two options. options. Who is it? What? Who was it? Oh, he was in. I want to say, um, let's see, Turner and Hooch. Uh, Can you describe him? He has dark. It's Josh Peck. Oh yeah, he's cute I think, now. I think he had a, like a. I know he's normal. The other one who is Drake, Drake, Drake Bell, Chris. had a complete break, right? <laughs> um, I think he did have some problems with substances, but it's interesting. Those got, then those people get sober or whatever, and then they end up getting really fit. And mm. Jack, which I think is what and get an OnlyFans. Also, well, they're not OnlyFans yet. It's also kind of what Matthew Lawrence did, the middle Lawrence brother, because mm-hmm. he got on. You know, Mrs. Doubtfire happened, and then he didn't go anywhere, so he ended up on drugs too. Remember when we partied with them in Universal City? Were you with us? Lindsay I was I? not with you then. Oh, I had a night where I party with the Lawrence brothers, y'all, and it was weird. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. All three of them. It was weird. And guess and guess what I ended up doing at the end of the night? Hanging out with his mother, singing Shania Twain, <laughs> drunk. That sound, that is on brand. God, mothers love me. Mothers. If love I would have been there, I would have like, I would have like tried to like fuck their tour manager or something. Oh yeah, you would have. Yeah. Um, Yo, we're remote, but goat. Yeah, Miss. He's 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 riddled, he's riddled with COVID. Hi y'all. <laughs> But, but don't worry, uh, I'm healthy. Jake, we weren't around each other very much, thankfully. So, well, I was I was around it. you most of the day on Saturday, but my immune system fought it off. So, I I think it's because you have so many strands of HPV. <laughs> very few things can get you at this point. I've got to say this: 
Y'all, I'm going to digress a little bit, but if you haven't read the article about the person who turned around a Delta flight because they had explosive diarrhea, I haven't lived. Horrified. It is. Have you read the article? There's an article in Vice that talks in detail. No, I haven't. I haven't read the article in detail. It wasn't like they crapped their pants. It was like there's in with a flight log. It's like the pilot saying, where's the diarrhea? And the pilot didn't say <laughs> Everywhere. It's like it was running down the floor. What a nightmare. Like it was kind of reminded, like basically remember when my dad had a river of shit? Yeah. I'll never fly again. I I just can't. That had a river of shit on a Delta flight. Y'all Google it. It is hilarious. Didn't they have to like pull up the carpet? (laughs) Oh, I I think they, yes, they had to like get rid of, yes. The flight was two hours and it was going to like Rome or Barcelona. Barcelona. Turned back around over the Atlantic Ocean and said, "No way." Remember, I, I would say, I would say, if you think you've had diarrhea, you haven't had it. <laughs> you haven't looked that. Listen to my dad's river of shit story. I, I forgot what episode that's on. It's the one we talk about my dad dying. I'm, but it's something. I'm when I had a friend text me the story, not not the article you're talking about, but I'm just thinking. I don't think I'd ever fly again. I think I'd be too traumatized. I'm already, every time I step on a plane, I'm thinking what's going to happen to completely uh, never make me want to fly again. Yeah. Yeah. This, this would pretty much break me. I love stories of people shit in their pants. They make me laugh so much. I, I just, I feel so, can you imagine the smell? Can you imagine? Oh, just horrible, horrible. We need to move on. Um, we do, y'all. September fully loaded. Fully loaded. <laughs> it's begun. We're starting to raw dog you, y'all. We're starting. We've uh, you currently as this is up, you can listen to all of our episodes of Selling the OC. Yeah, Selling the OC is out, y'all. It is a juicy season. It's There's cool. we 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 meet a new agent in the office, Allie Harper from Nashville. Love her. Um, she uh, hopefully she's gonna come in there and fuck shit up. Uh, oh. the maybe possibly the end of Jarvis and Rose's partnership. Oh, that I was just about to say that's worth the series alone is just to see the Jar- the Jarvis and Rose arguments Insul- insulting each other in quiet voices oh, but questioning great. voices it's fantastic but like i've always found your outfits questionable and like and when when people say you sleep with your clients i've always defended you <laughs> i and the burgeoning of a new romance known as Hyler. did you just make that up yes in the moment okay it can't be tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Hyler, Hyler, ha, uh, uh, Hall and Alex Hall and Tyler smooching the hot tub at the end. Yeah. In a so. scene where I grabbed my pearls. I think you did some other stuff too. I just don't I s- know. I still, it's interesting you still don't find him attractive, even through this whole season. He's just not my type. Also, he I realized, too, he reminds me of someone that I despise. <laughs> wow. No, yeah, someone. Uh, yeah, so she reminds me of some, someone I despise who uh, was currently in prison. 
Oh, like and I hate him. And so it's, I realized that I've got to separate that for next season because I realized I was putting that on him. But they do look alike. Jesus. Well, he was a terrible person. But you can't. Wow. Well, I just, I, it was subconscious. I didn't realize it until actually just the other day I went, oh. I don't think he's a bad person he's at all. He's not at all. I'm, I'm, you're missing my point. That's the point. Psycho- yeah. Psychology. That's the point of. Uh, well, um, you need to get your shit figured out. I, I did. I did. <laughs> I have a degree, ma'am. Sit down. You are out of your breath. <laughs> sit down. Depth. That breath and depth. Sit down. <laughs> you said breath. I did. <laughs> Well, I'm That's the death do... when, when you try to when you try to insult me and I correct you. Correct. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just trying to tell you you're out of your league. Okay, That's fair. That's, That's fair. how we say it. But so I'm, I'm saying I'm gonna rewatch the next season with fresh eyes and be fresh like, eyes. so maybe I'll be into him again. It's a it's a good season. I would highly if if you like selling sunset at all, add more pettiness and oh. more inter office. Inappropriateness, boy. Um, yeah. Call HR. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm. Yeah. And yeah. They I, need someone. They need someone. <sighs> Love is blind. After the altar is also out. We know there's some audio issues on that, but bear with us. We're gonna get better with that. We. I will say, if you're like, should I watch this? Um. Maybe on that. If you're watching on your computer, watch on fast forward. Um, well, on the Netflix app, you can watch it one point. Yeah, I watched that. I will say it's it, it. It was. I think we decided it was. It's better than season three's after the altar, but not as good as one and two. Um, one two. I think was that's the best. Two is yeah. the best. Um, we are going to say if you are not on RG Plus and you want to listen to, uh, we're doing our build up to the new season of Love is Blind. Our, ad, our Love is Blind advent calendar. Actually, I think it will start dropping this as people are listening. It should be dropping I September think, 12th on the, on the Monday. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to be dropping season three. Season three. We do two episodes, but two seasons behind. With so season Brennan and Alexa. <laughs> Yeah. Who we liked, and then they started posting on social media, and I was like, "Oh, I hate these we fuckers." Liked, you loved. You were all up on Brendan's dick. I, but I'm not judging you for it. That's the point of Love Is Blind. We're gonna happen again. So we're gonna love someone. We're gonna talk about how awesome. I don't they are, remember it that way. And then we're gonna hate them. It's the way it happens every time. Uh, and with Cole and Zenob, you we we see we see the the and the the infamous cuties moment. That after the altar was better because yeah, that's, they, well, sh- they that, showed us some some. No, the things. reunion uh, was good. That yeah. was the cuties moment. That was the cuties moment. So yeah. uh, anyway, y'all, all that's good. There was something else I wanted to talk about. We talked about Love is Blind. We talked about selling the OC. Plathville. Plathville. Thank you. That's what I wanted to talk I've about. I've watched half of the episode. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I watched yeah. the whole thing. It's um well it's already come out when this is yeah. out. The I just want to say I to me I think what's fascinating about this show again is people that you really liked before this season I'm like I don't necessarily not like them but I'm just looking at them going 
oh, it is really hard to leave a cult. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to leave. And seeing these, so I'm trying to watch with an empathetic eye instead of, I hate you now. Um, Who are you talking about specifically? I, for me, I think for Mariah and Micah to see how really yeah you haven't watched the last oh there is a scene towards the end of Plathville that chilled my bones Hmm. with Micah Mariah Mama Plath and Papa Plath chilled my bones wow yeah so it's good the first episode was good but the thing about this show is you kind of again I will say with Plathville y'all it's this is one of the few shows I have to say, go to the beginning and watch it because it's a good binge, but also you just, the emotional payoff for the people that have stuck around and watched every season to see where these characters are now is so fucking rewarding and actually riveting. I agree. I, I love the show. You don't, do you have, are you warming up to new Mama Plath, new single Mama Plath at all? Um, I kind of want her to get hers. I'm here for it. I swear to God. I don't, I don't know how I got there, but I'm there. I'm there for her. It turns a little bit at the end when she's part of that bone chilling scene, but, (laughs) but it's cause here's the deal. Y'all I don't care how religious you are, cult you are. It always, it is in the words, in the words of aunt Peggy, it always goes back to the money. Wow. It always does. That's quite a cynical view of anyway, the world. Happy happy week, everyone. Uh, but yeah, this season... episode's coming out on my daddy's birthday. I just thought of that. September 10th. It's Virgo season. <laughs> Your father's a Virgo? Oh, yeah. Total. 100%. Was he, was he a planner, though? Oh, yeah. Planner, hard worker... All of that shit. Very much a Virgo. God. Anyway, happy heavenly birthday, Dad. <laughs> There's oh. something about the word heavenly birthday. I, I don't. That, I don't know why it always. I think it it's all. A, it always sounds like welcome to the stage, heavenly birthday, yeah, it a stripper. Does, does, it does. I heavenly birthday. It's like it, but when I see it, I always go heavenly birthday. She loves kittens. And I always have to, when I read it, I hear it like this. Heavenly Heavenly birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Happy heavenly birthday, mama. (laughs) That's what I hear. There is something about it. I know there's like a five-year-old girl named Heavenly. Heavenly. Oh. Oh, yeah. I've got a friend whose son's named Cross. God, that's awful. Yeah, it's name's Cross. With a K, I'm sure. No, C. C R O S S. God. Yeah. Yeah. I, DSS. I, or um, DCS. But yes. So anyway, I'm, um, and y'all, thank you already for the messages. I know you're going to send them to me. I'm okay. I'm not sad about my dad's birthday. I, death doesn't freak me out. I think my dad's in heaven fucking blondes. He's happy. <laughs> so I'm good. So I'm just telling that because I know a lot of people are going to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. I'm living in joy. I'm good. There's something about, I think I'd be okay. There's something about the way your father in heaven, like throwing away just one blonde after another that that doesn't seem like well, no, heaven. I feel like probably they, they, <laughs> 
are it people that wanted to fuck plumbers in life, maybe, <laughs> who had like a plumber. They're God's Jesus is finding. What if that? What if that's what Jesus does when you get up in heaven? He was like, okay, girl, what? Did, what's your kink? And you're like, ball gag. And he's like, great. There's this guy, and he just set you up with your kinks. And he's heaven. the kink wizard. Jesus is Why just not? like the master of ceremonies of that. Or maybe it's the whole, maybe Jesus is busy. Maybe it's the Holy Jesus, Spirit. Jesus Holy goes Spirit. to me, How, what's your kick? I'm like, how long you got? How long you got? <laughs> I, and the more I think about it, I bet, uh, I bet the HP is Freaky Deaky or HS, H, Holy Spirit. Oh. Freaky Deaky. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, we, what would you like to do? Shit. We gotta go. We got to go. We need to move on. Uh, I think that's it. I was just going to say Love is Blind season five, the official season five. We'll, uh, we'll have four episodes out. The The show drops the 22nd of September. We will have four episodes out on the 23rd midnight. There you go. Very exciting. I can't wait. We've already seen some of the cast. Um, they look interesting. They look interesting. Um, yeah. Um, oh. Two men, two of the men I already think are gay, but that's that's just me. That's just poods. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be me too. Oh, real quick, we've mentioned it on toe, I think, but my recap with Last Resort with Kim from Cray Cray, we did episodes one through four, so that's on their Patreon uh, and our RG Plus at the five dollar tier. Um, watched a little bit of Last Resort this week. I just can't get into it. I I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm, I, I people are saying it's great. It's I just great. Oh, no better you than me. Better you than no. me. I, I'm busy doing what? <laughs> Living life. Oh, you're not that busy. All Structuring right. our goddamn episodes. <laughs> Let's jump into Amanda and Razvan, shall we? Okay. Um, it's the last day in Croatia, so it's a beach day, of course. Mm-hmm. She is all over him. And y'all, she's only happy when she's chasing a guy and giving him a boner. And uh, how do you know that, Poodle? Uh, because the game recognizes game. <laughs> I'm not like that anymore. You're there, not. I don't know. Some nights, some nights <laughs> I'm going to feel like I kind of like to chase. I love giving a guy a boner and they're public and they're like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> And he's like, I'm getting hard right now. And she's, he's like, oh. And he, he's like, no, continue. But And he's oh, like, last time we had sex four times. And she's like, he said, she said, grab me and fuck me right now. This is the thing. She's freaky deaky and she needs sexual extremes. For her, it's either I'm not having sex with you or when she does, she needs him to almost be her willing sex slave. Um, I think that's. A lot of how she thinks of him. And uh, it's, and and she says, and all of this is, he's so confused because when they're not having sex or during the day, her mood changes so much because she has this, in some ways, she's still mad at her dead husband. Um, I can see that. Yeah. And so this is some type of, this is some type of getting back at him in a way because I, I think, think she's mad at him. I think she's mad at her her circumstances in yeah. life. Yeah, I think anger is probably something she hasn't let herself feel, and she's using him as a stand-in for Daddy's box. 
and letting him say, telling, telling, telling Rosbon things that she'd really like to say to her dead husband. Boy, I bet that dead husband's first wife is just watching this paint her nails. <laughs> She's just like, karma's a bitch. Karma's your boyfriend, bitch. When the second daddy's box the, is sitting yeah. in the corner. Mm-hmm. Or he, he might have written off that family. He might have, one of those people who just leave their families and never talk to them again. That's what happened to my dad's dad. He had a whole family in Alabama with 17 kids, we found out. 17? Or 17 families, something crazy like that. Not 17 kids, 17 family members. That's it. Oh. I think like four kids. Your dad's father. Yes. Uh, A.W. Sr. Gets it honestly, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I think I've told you my mom did family history on the Mar line. Did mm-hmm. I not tell you this? No. Apparently, uh, apparently my original last name was Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W, and the family was from British Columbia. So, like, this guy served in the Queen's Guard, like, for well, some fancy thing like that. Moved to Canada, to British Columbia, from England to British Columbia. Then lived in British Columbia. Then had an affair with his neighbor's wife. And in the middle of the night, the neighbor's wife and my great-great-great-great-grandpappy, Matt Morrow, left in the middle of the night, only took the sons, her sons and his sons, and they moved down to North Texas and left all their daughters and their exes up in British Columbia. And then he changed his name to Mar in North Texas so no one could find him. My mother told me all of this. Lovely. 20-minute story. And then at the end of it says, so I guess I can't blame your father in his blood. Also, we've got to talk about this show, so maybe we're going to say this for episode two, but I'm going to need a mother and father poodle anniversary update for episode two. Oh, I haven't talked to her since. Well, maybe talk um, about it, though, for some people who don't listen, who just listen to the smaller shows. Who okay. Don't listen, who just Yo, it was. It's a tease. I'll tease it with this. Father Poodle was going on a fishing trip. Um and he left early because of bad weather that was could be there. And uh, he left early, and it was the day of their 50th wedding anniversary. 5-0, y'all. So um, things aren't going good for him right Things now. aren't going good. Muffin's doing great. Uh, yeah. There, a call was placed to me, which I did not answer because it was late night Friday. And I know those are usually influenced by Sutter Home Chardonnay. So <laughs> I was a little worried to take it, but I called her back the next day and I found out why. So anyway, so Rasmus getting hard. I'm same. What? He's oh, so, when he I, comes out there with his shirt off, God, uh, he's, he like, he's like top two or top three in the Night A universe for me for hot guys. He is so fucking hot. Anyway, uh, he's I, his. It would be one, except for y'all, Andre. That guy can fuck. Yeah, it's like I think I think the general looks, uh, and of course, y'all. You know, the hot waiter comes up and asks them what they want to eat, and a man is like, "I have French fries." 
That's all. She, by the way, that's all she's eaten. You can tell the crew hates her. <laughs> oh fuck yes! Yeah, because do you notice how when they bring the French fries, they focus on them basically, <laughs> like just to say, "Basic bitch, basic bitch." It is interesting. You can always tell who the crew hates. Uh, it's it's how they it's how they how how they show their true intentions uh, to people. One how the how they treat the crew. Because I will say this, I've heard this, but you can see it in the edit. You can see that the crew likes Angela. Yeah. 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 You can see that. Um, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, he ordered two a mojito and two Red Bulls. Two energy drinks because he's been up all night getting his dick wet. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I guarantee you, she's so freaky fucking deaky. Yeah. It, sex with her is like live or die. I don't think, I don't think it's that good, though, with her. No, this is the problem. Sometimes certain abilities when, when we're not, when we're not really that, when we're, when we're, we don't have that much to offer in life. Sometimes certain abilities are heightened. She's really freaky deaky in bed. She goes there. But what's the difference of, cause I feel like for some people, they say freaky deaky means good in bed. I don't think she's good in bed. No, I'm saying she will do. She has a sense of what the other person wants sexually. Okay. And she's going to hold on to that and then use it at the right time and then withhold it. I, I, I say it because game recognizes yeah, game. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with you because I feel like you're more well-versed in this subject. Where, yeah, um, I know my, what I'm doing. My instinct was that I feel like she just lays there because she seems like no, just no, a no, pillow No, 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 no. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. 
and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality 
coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Like she's my, a switch. In psychology, you have an expert degree in this, and I'm going to go yes. with you. With she's a, she's a switch. Okay. She's a switch. That things things go haywire. It does make sense that every time she feels him pulling away, she commands him to fuck her down. Totally. And then he's all in love with her again. Because that's what he needs. She's got a sixth sense about what he needs. And she's got she, – it's you know what it is? It's almost like an animal nature. Like people like her, they have this kind of like proto, uh, proto-human sense of what people or how to keep people on the line. Mm. And these people are dangerous. That's how they she are. got her first husband. She Actually, should, that's how she stole her first husband. That's how she stole her first husband, yeah. She tightened that Hooters t-shirt two more sizes. She did. Laid back against the counter mm-hmm. and put two onion rings on her nipples. <laughs> Serve those buffalo wings and went, oh, I've got buffalo sauce on my hand. Oh, here, lick it off. Totally. Totally. Anyway, um, and so she's basically saying, she's like, tell your mom she was a really good cook. I really had a great time yesterday. And she's like, the mom's like, I, I, uh, I'm, tell her I like her. She's like, I like you too. And so Rosvon goes, off, I think to I don't even know do something the bathroom to or something. Yeah, um, and the brother's like, "So what do you like about my brother?" Well, he's a good guy, and he's we have to get somewhere with my kids, and and that's all we really hear. That's it's interesting that that is what she says to the family, but yet that's the biggest sticking point for her. Yeah, she's so all, but yet then <clears throat> later, I mean, this is. Going jumping in, but then later yet she wants to be engaged, even though she's oh her kids. Oh, the audacity of this bitch! We'll get to it. We'll get to it. First of it, he comes back in his swimsuit. Let's take a moment. Um, I didn't watch that. I usually watch a little bit on like a slower or faster speed. I actually slowed the speed down for these scenes. Amazing body. Um, and I liked that his mother put a scarf on him, <laughs> on his head. He looks hot in it. Because I'm bald. <laughs> oh, he looks good. So he and his mom go and s- nothing like sitting on a rock talking yeah. to your mom about your terrible girlfriend. He's definitely a mama's boy. Um, yeah. and, and mom, it's, this is interesting. Of course, y'all, she's going to have a huge fucking problem with this. Um, so... He mom's asked, how's it going? She's like, well, she's gentle one day and then she's unkind the next. She can be very cold. Then she feels sorry. Then she sabotages the relationship. And she uh, she tells me it's because of her previous marriage and her trauma. And can you imagine hearing this as a mom and going, this person's a fucking nut. You need to get the fuck. And I'm surprised the mom was really, really like soft pedaled this. Um, I, can, can, I am 
glad. I'm pr- I'm proud for Rasvin because I'm glad he got it. I was worried he wouldn't get the pattern. He would be so because he was so heartbroken before, and so yeah. It sounds like he learned from that heartbreak instead of just recreating it. But I'm glad that he gets. Oh yeah, she's weaponizing trauma against me. And the other thing about this is part of him does get it. And part of it is he's in this web of hers that he can't get out of because he's already, because for him, now I feel bad because I've brought her into a relationship maybe she wasn't ready for. And now I know her kids. Mm. So he already feels kind of stuck Mm. in this because maybe then I'll feel like the bad one because y'all, a guy like Roswan cannot be the bad guy. Um, And mom basically says, um, I don't know. I don't know if she's still grieving or she's just fickle. You, you two, um, you thought last time when you were married, you thought things would change in your relationship. And this is the same thing thing. And things did not change. I will say this, um, people, this sounds extremely cynical, but you, you know, this people don't change. Uh, people aren't going to change without a lot of push to change. People change when they have to. Yeah. Not and Amanda's want. not there yet. She is not going to change. No. she, Especially her. I actually, they, you can change before you have to, but it takes a lot. It takes, and the fact that, look at the difference of Rasvin had this horrible relationship with this woman who broke his heart. And now you see that he recognizes he picked a pattern. And whether he chooses or not, you see that he's at least becoming aware of it and trying to maybe not create the same pattern and fix things. Whereas Amanda took her husband from another woman and his family. Then that husband died, and she hasn't made any emotional changes in her life at all. And she needed attention, so she got on TikTok. Yeah. No one is going, nothing is going to change her except for maybe a bolt of fucking lightning to hit her. <laughs> Please let it happen. I, I haven't disliked someone. I don't know. I, I dislike Kristen a whole lot, but I really dislike her. No, Amanda is more, uh, again, Put her on the bus list. I'm fine with it. <laughs> She's not worthy of the bus. Um. So th- later on, it's date night, and they're going to play snooker or pool. <laughs> I love Ooh. when people call it snooker. I love that Rasmus like, I'm not good at this, but I look good doing it. <laughs> That's confidence. Good for him. God, uh, I just want to hold him while he cries. You 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 have that a lot for for men. Yeah, I didn't get to. You need to be their moms. Well, yeah, you hold them while they cry, and then say, "Are you okay now?" And he's like, "Good." And then you say, "Okay, let me suck your dick." Yikes! <laughs> that doesn't feel predatory at all. So uh, anyway, she's like, "So you had a different vibe when you came back from talking to your mom. What to talk about?" And she's like, "He's like, well, I talked about our fights." And she's like, well, what did you say? Well, I don't know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to tell her that mom said she might be a fickle person. You think? And 
the tickle the, my ass. The venom that comes out with her, and she's 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 really playful and girlish. She's kind of a master, and this is why I think she's a dangerous person to be around. Um, not that she's going to like attack you or something like that. She's a dangerous person because she's always trying to weaponize something or she's always trying to be in control of the relationship. And she, she will, she's, she's, it's always adversarial Mm -hmm. with people who she's not blood related to. I agree. Um, and, and she's like, well, in my experience, when the, when someone involves other people in your relationship, it's going to be a problem. And what she's wanting, y'all, is he can't talk to anyone because if anyone talks to him, they may give her away. Like That's what she's friend. worried. Yeah. Like, uh, like Deanna. God, oh. please let her be on the reunion. Oh, I hope Please be her the tell. You know, you know what? So I'm confused because I saw a preview. Did you see the preview of the, the tell-all during Plathville? Mm-mm. If you watch it, I watched it on YouTube Live, and so I fast-forward. The, there's a tell-all. Um, I'll have to look and see. If she, I think we have one more episode. We have one more episode, and then we have the tell-all. Um, Two tell-alls, I believe. Sean Robinson hosted it. Yes, but because it was pre, I think it was filmed before the strike. Oh, is it Toe that they're going to have to? Yep. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, um, it, it looked juicy. It was juicy preview. Good. So anyway, she's like, whatever, you're being annoying. And Rosvon says, well, this is why I talk to her. Sometimes you completely change your mood on a dime, and I don't know what to think. And the thing is, he's just being honest here, and as soon she can't ha- – a narcissist can't handle honesty. No. Because they – It is, and as soon as – Unemotional, it's, factual honesty. Yeah. And so later on, y'all, he's doing a live stream and she's just like pouting over there because like, she's not the tap? I'm double tapping. And it's... If you saw I'm, Intimate Portrait, you saw a good, <laughs> good facial expression and Poodle just being horrified. You're thinking about your chatterbait friend? <laughs> Y'all, if you didn't, if you, if you didn't, you just go back. Go, I, what, what episode was that? I don't know. Was it a selling sense, selling the OC episode Dang. where I was horrified we're, at your, teasing at it. your, you have to, you have to listen. Don't get your the whole story. paid chatterbait escort. My $50 <laughs> a month. That's all I pay. I give him $50 a month. He lives in Columbia and it helps him. Yeah. <laughs> listen sure to it, selling the OC for details. I'm sure it does. He says he um, loves me. I don't believe it. Maybe I'm going to be on 90 Day Fiance. Who knows? You, I guarantee you he's got about 11 others like you. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. So, so, yes, he's doing his Instagram live. She's fuming. And this is where she just is so – she's so – terrible the fact that she sits down and she's basically says so i need to feel more secure in this relationship and i just don't know if i want to leave without you know knowing we're secure hint hint and engagement and i went this bitch this bitch and this bitch and then and then she's like so do you think you're gonna get engaged and she's like i feel better about our relationship and 
but you said he needed to be more comfortable around your kids. And actually, you said your kids need to be. You've said this whole time. My kids need to know you better. But now that you're comfortable around the relationship, this has nothing to do with your kids. They haven't spent any time with him. This is moving the goalposts in a way that's going to make him crazy. And and basically, she's saying this is this is interesting. For a while, he had the power in the relationship. Remember when he was he was unhappy, mm-hmm. and she, of course, used her body and just like fucked his brains out. So mm-hmm. he's kind of like fuck drunk now. Now she's got the control back, mm-hmm. and she's saying things like, "Guess what? If we're not engaged, I'm going to leave, and we need to break up." And so this said, is the only time she's happy. It's the only time she's happy. You're right. She, I, I, oh, it's diabolical. It's the hurt people, hurt people thing. I think she grew up, y'all, in a really, I mean, this woman was arrested for assaulting someone physically. So when she was like 16, 17. So to me, like that, that means someone who's really angry and probably grew up in a shitty childhood. Mm-hmm. So I feel for her in that, but she, I don't want to say it, but I have to. She's old enough to know better, y'all. I still do, y'all do care. Anyway, uh, Rosbon says, basically, I don't feel like I can do this. 70% of the time we're fighting. <laughs> truth. Objective truth. Yeah. And she's like, she's like pouting. Eh. He's like, I know you but care she about tries me. To throw, she tries to throw back at that. Well, my emotions with Jason are really difficult. And then say what you're about, what he says to her. Well, I know you care about me, but sometimes I feel like my feelings stopped a long time ago. And I'm just recreating them. I went, Ugh. yes. And I, my mouth dropped. And then when he added, and I feel like you use the Jason thing to get out of having feelings. I went, you weapon. He didn't say weaponize it, but he basically said you use that against me. And I went, he sees it. He sees it. And it's going to be so frustrating when he asks her to marry him. Because I, I know I'm, about I'm really, too. really worried about it. I, really hope he doesn't i will say he i could see him maybe asking her i don't trust her magic pussy but then when they break up or then when they go away he's gonna be like i'm out or probably he'll what she wants she wants him to ask her to marry him she wants to say yes and then she wants to go to the u.s and go and break up with him never underestimate the magic pussy or the ability to go to new york or the ability to go to america I'm really worried. I would love nothing more for him to say, I'm not ready to get engaged to you. And for her to sit there at the table. I will marry you. I'll give you, I'll I'll switch and give you my $50 a month if you come to the U.S. (laughs) Girl, I think it's going to be more than that. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm going to say something <laughs> right now, and people are probably going to come at me. Y'all, I think donuts with a bunch of shit on them are gross. I'm not into these fancy donuts that are just piled with cookies. With it's, too cookies, it's, with too it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's like when you sweet. see those Bloody Marys with like a thousand things in them. I, I To me, I think it's a hack. I'd rather someone make a really good donut that's a good... Um, I agree with good you. Good ingredient donut than to see a donut, a shitty donut that's just covered in Fruit Loops. As a donut connoisseur, I don't love donuts, and a fan. Actually, you do. I, I will say, the maple bacon donuts I do enjoy because those are different kinds of that's flavors. A flavor that's not. But just when there's a whole Snickers bar on my donut, <laughs> I don't like that. Or like eleven types of Girl Scout cookies. Or, no. I don't know, it wouldn't look like there was a fucking tiramisu on top of a yeah, donut. Of, yes, I much prefer, I do like sidecar donuts, those are donuts in LA, but those are kind of like they infuse donuts with flavor, not yeah. just pile shit. I know we probably have, some of you are going to be really triggered by this, I'm sorry, I just, I want to be brave and make a stance. Those donuts were over, were over ornamented. There was too That's much. Down. They were overdone. Mm -hmm. Have some restraint. I, I, I was, and I wrote, you said you wanted an English breakfast. This is not an English breakfast. No, no. I don't I, see a scone. I, I don't, don't see cream. I don't, I don't think Cleo does a lot of things that are authentically English. Because <laughs> she's Italian. <laughs> well, but I think she's lived there long enough, but I think she kind of, Cleo's kind of, segued into a, a British identity, but I think she's not going to give him the tourist experience that she, yeah that she he... is one of those people like from an 80s movie. Remember when they would have somebody come in and they would say, oh, Cleo's from Europe. They would just say Europe. Like <laughs> they, they, the vague... It's like, like days of our lives. Like, you know when Billy yeah. and Bo went to Europe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's never, there's never a country. Oh, when Billy and Bo were in Europe... Yes, and then Camille comes back. Camille's from Europe, and they have a weird kind of accent. Yes. That kind of, oh, my God, that is Cleo. Cleo is from Europe. She's from Europe. Yes. She's from a, she's from, uh, she's from, what's the, what's the thing in the Princess Diaries? <laughs> the uh, country. I don't know. Where were people from in days of our lives in Europe? Because didn't they They just up... said Europe. They, that's where oh, they're they like, oh, we got to go to Europe. Where is Stefano's? All Stefano's in Europe. We gotta go to we gotta, we gotta go to Europe to find him. Where is Salem actually? Uh, it's they think it's it's near. They think it's near like Ohio. in the middle of the country because they they reference Chicago sometimes. Ah, um, they think it's in the middle of the country, but it's never really described. But Salem has everything, A everything. Can, yeah, but yeah, they do say it's like oh. Oh no, um, Vivian just came back from Europe. 
with the ashes of her new husband. <laughs> didn't someone just come back to? Didn't Bo just come back and didn't he I die? don't watch it anymore. I think Bo is back now. I think Bo and Hope are together again. I, I don't watch it anymore. Well, you don't have time. No. Christian and Cleo. He's, we've only got a couple days left. There's not um, much of them. But. Cleo says some of the things that Christian says about women are still red flags to me. Um, and of course, he's doing shtick to with a beep, boop, 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 his card. Y'all, I would on. murder this person would. within he's an hour on. of meeting him. I would what? push him in in front of a carriage. <laughs> uh, speaking of maybe maybe not liked by the crew, I don't know. Maybe Despised. maybe despised. But no, one of the sissies pointed out that the makeup and hair did him wrong because you can just see. There's a little his, hair system. There's a mini hair system. <laughs> like lining is popping up and they're like, eh, we don't. They gave up it. trying to do a comb over and gave him a mini hair system. That says hair sissy is 100% right. Yeah. Um, so she says, I'm worried about infidelity. Now, this is interesting because I understand what people are saying about he approaches women and how he basically predates on women. I totally think that is true. What she's not realizing is it's that it's not, does he want to, is he always sexually interested in these women? Not always. I really believe this man is so uncomfortable around men. He cannot talk to men. He feels like a loser. So the only types of friends he can have are like, kind of weird the only social relationships he can have are flirty social relationships with women because he feels like such a geek around men so if we're taking that i i, I agree with a lot of that and so but then i want to take that a step further and say we've kind of felt that christian's not into cleo but christian says he is mm -hmm. is christian actually into cleo he just is so awkward around women and dating girls is he not able to express that especially on television in that in that microscope i agree with you there i also just a theory that everything he does in his life is a rehearsal or a, a attempt to try to do something else he's always on everything be is a simulation which yeah, it could be because he feels so uncomfortable. He yeah. kind of has to fake it until he make it. I don't know. When you said that last week, I kind of not that I, I still don't love the guy, but I'm like, but maybe he is into Cleo, but he just doesn't know how to express that very well. I think, and she there's something to that doesn't know how to do that well as either. And and that's what I'm saying. I think this she will always think, oh, this is him being unfaithful to me. Because she and, feels like she's trash. And she because she feels so bad about herself. Mm -hmm. um, and and then and he says, and she can't believe him when she says, I want to be exclusive. When he says that. So I kind of believed him when he said that. I you know what? I, I don't even know. And I don't even know if it's important. I don't even know if it's relevant. But the fact that he's saying it and she says, but I really think there's something here. Honey, you you can't you after a while you need to throw away doubt. Yes, you're seeing red flags in front of your face that you think are red flags. Your friend Jane obviously is seeing red flags. I I will say this: Christian's the worst type of man you need to be in a relationship with because he's not going to show you. He's not going to be completely demonstrative like you need. No, and I was about to say even if he does really like her, 
I think that's a big, um, that happens a lot. People stay in relationships because they say, well, he really does care about me or she really does care about me. And yeah. maybe they do. But if their love language doesn't match one of your love languages or right. at least, and they're not showing you and you need actions and they're not showing you actions, then it doesn't matter if they quote love you or not. Yeah. I think he's even, he even says, He's like, there's you know, there's nothing that would make me that would lead women to think when I approach them at a bar that I'm like hitting on them. And I went, ha! Because the thing is, women who are listening to this know that their single women are approached all the time, all the time. with men who want to fuck them all the time. Um, so yeah, that I was a lot think, of privilege he was speaking from. I don't think that's always his game. I think he is. He wants attention from anyone. He cannot get it from men because men think he's a loser. And I think, y'all, this goes right back to the lighting board guy in my high school who rubbed girls' shoulders. It is all because he got along with them, a straight guy who got along with them. He was creepier, but he didn't always want to fuck the girls. But there was a, he felt so bad about himself, he could not, he had no connection to other men. We're getting in a sad area. We need to I, I know, but I'm just saying, I think. To think that he's not a Christian. constant I'm perv. About the yeah. Guy. Oh, that's we, very. We got to move on. But to think <laughs> that he's a constant perv and wants to fuck every girl he talks to, I think, is only going to make him say, "But do you don't understand? I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy." I don't necessarily think he's a good guy. But he really thinks he is. I think he's still self-involved. I totally agree. But he thinks he's a good guy. Well, because he knows bad guys. Everybody thinks they're a good person. That's the problem with everybody. Really? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but down deep, though, you do. You feel, down deep, I you, am. No, I'm no, not a nice person. You, you either feel like you're a good person or you feel like you're right. And I think that, you know, or you're right in your convictions. Why is what, why there's just, <laughs> why aren't there just balloons that came up? Like balloons? you pressed something. <laughs> Balloons? I don't know if anybody can see that on the video. There was just balloons that went. <laughs> no, there was not. Yes, there was. There was not. Yes, there was. I don't know what you pressed. It was I didn't insane. Press no. Yes. Otherwise, I'm losing on our video. I yes. Maybe maybe no one saw them but me. You're gaslighting me right now. <laughs> you guys. I promise you, I saw them. Oh. I don't believe you. What color were they? There were all kinds of colors, like red, yellow, purple, uh, and it happened, and they went up, and they went away. <laughs> well. No one, everyone's going to go, did they just, is the carbon I, monoxide filters working? I don't know what's happening. I think you're high. Maybe. Um, all right. That's all I have for them, except for she's crying at the end, saying I'm with you. It's hard for me to trust. Blah, blah. I kind of don't have but, any more. And, but Cleo says part of this, I wrote down, part of her mistrust, this comes from this insecurity. And at the same time, him telling her about the girls he talked to because of some weird impulse he has to make her jealous or it's not working for her. No. Um, they're, they're, they're ill suited. They weren't, they're not suited. They shouldn't be together. I don't think this, they should be together with anyone. I think you mean either of them. Leo does not need to be in a relationship. It's a lot of therapy to figure out who she wants in a relationship. Cleo needs to just. 
find herself more, needs to fuck around. And I know that's that's speaking from a I don't know what it's like to be trans. That can be more difficult. But um but with apps and she lives in London, it's not like she lives in Podunk town. Like yeah. she needs to a very one of the most progressive cities in the world. She needs to just have I, some fun. I guarantee you she has a very curated online persona that allows her to create some distance. And it's hard to, too because emotionally yeah. it's hard for her to with with her autism. Like mm-hmm. that's so I feel for her. I feel for her. Um, yeah. I feel for you and I love you. Speaking of feeling for people, God, I love Gino and Jasmine. I love them. I'm so tired of of of, lo- of her losing it like this. Oh, he's heartbroken. Um, 20 minutes later, Jasmine's back at the apartment. That, that was great. He's packing his things to go, and 20 minutes later, and she shows up, and she's like, can we talk one less? When when Jasmine's been crying and she's like, she goes to like, uh, like it's like her name becomes Esther. She just becomes like an old. It's like her face looks hey. young and beautiful, but when she's really sad, like Take me her real age comes on. Yeah, she's like, one last time, Gina. We need to talk. <laughs> they they do Please. this thing where they're behind a screen, a screen like shadow puppets. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, and she's like, I have so much pain, Gino. So much pain. I sit so angry. I can't dig, baby. Baby, I need your love. I want I'm you so to broken. So stop loving me. I'm so broken. So broken, Gino. Come inside my pussy, Gino. My punani. <laughs> my punani. Gino, give me the, give me the little Gino in my punani. And the thing about it is, he. In situations like this, he is so uncomfortable. His eyes are just blinking. Now, it is bleak. So we talked about, I don't remember what show it was. We actually kind of read, like, uh, code. We were talking about, I think, Statler. And we were talking about codependency versus what really is codependency versus love addiction. When someone says, you'll never know how much you love a person (laughs) until you don't have them. And then they give physically sick that's That's a love addict (laughs) that's there's a definition y'all there it is physically sick (laughs) when the person leaves you god i i guarantee you we've said this before her life story would curl your fucking hair oh give me that movie give me that movie i want all the best for her all the best. I, me too. And she's like, I know your family's important, but I'm going to work to be the most important person in your life, Gino. Okay, all right. It, and then, I think it's something we can't overcome. And then in a moment that I think is going to be... I need to go get something. Yeah, I need to go get something. <laughs> I think it, a moment that will be solidified on, on par with... with Jesse giving Darcy a promise ring. Mm-hmm. On par with uh um I I I don't know. Um I don't like to mention his name because there's been all this like, apparently he's dead, but now he's found. But on par Paul. with with Paul wearing a penis sheath and yes. poop water. Um a seminal moment is when she gets down on her knee. She goes, Stand up, please. <laughs> and she's like I crave your smell, your hugs, 
your kisses. I'm so fucking messed up and I'm so crazy, Gino. But I need you, Gino. Here is the ring that I said I had lost. I'm sorry I was a bitch about your upgrade. <laughs> Can you take me back as your fiance? <gasps> and, and of course he goes, um, mm, of course I will. And those are the most beautiful <laughs> words anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's like, it's, the only thing I can compare it to is the genius of watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last night. Oh, um, where, <laughs> where they ask Meredith, have you talked to Jen since she's been in jail? And, Jen, and Meredith goes, what was I supposed to do? She's in jail. What am I supposed it's to so, do? I, wet now. Are you trying to say that my vagina is dirty? <laughs> Oh, the thing so about good. the bad job. Oh, oh, it's good. And I was texting Ronnie about it, y'all. We don't cover that show. We're not going to cover that show. If you want to listen to that, there's many other people, but we love Ben and, ben and Ronnie. Watch what crap it's It'll but, probably be a bi-curious option for us. The way it started with prayer verses, oh, it was oh. so good. It was, it's, it was good. I think it's going to end. The fact that Monica was Jen Shaw's assistant, I think it's going to oh, make it a good Oh, Monica season. is a star. Well, she wants to be a star, too. Yeah. But she is. Anyway, so we fit, wrapping this up, they he it's great because they're making up. They're in their talking heads, and he's like, baby, I always choose you. And he puts his har- arm around her, and she goes, oh, my weave. My weave, Gino. <laughs> Our love is now. not a fairy tale. I, I gotta say this: like my love for 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 uh, Jasmine is like it's like in the ninety day verse. I want to say it's like Darcy and Stacy. Obviously, they're like number one; they're the queens. And then there's like ten rings that are still Darcy and Stacy for me, and everyone <laughs> in Darcy and Stacy. And but then Jasmine. I think the next one under that would be like Jasmine and then like Kenny and Armand. Like right, that, that's how much I love Jasmine. I'm just saying it now. I want to meet her. Oh, at one point, uh, she's like, you want a massage? Take off your socks. Take off your socks. <laughs> and then like he's packing hats, y'all. There's like 11 hats. And she says, we've agreed. I'm going to find a cheaper place because it's not fair for him. But, yes. But to they pay. agree. She's getting cheaper, but he's going to sign a six-month lease so that way she doesn't feel so yeah. in limbo. And you get her frustration with the immigration process. It is horrible what a lot of these couples go through, and it's shitty. I um, wish they could see us. Um, if was, they, if they, oh. if actually immigration could see you, they're like, no, no, <laughs> we good. America's good. <laughs> We're good. We got enough crazy here. <laughs> We're good. Um, when he has to take his hat off at the passport office, uh, the, the thing <laughs> to show, and he's like, me, looks at her. I, I'm saying it now. Um, we don't know when the next season of this is going to be. It hasn't been announced. I'll publicly. tell you. It's October 8th. 
is but we don't know is, what yet. We don't know. No, what it's it is. 90 Day Fiance. Um, have they announced that publicly? OG. I don't um, they... No, but it is because it's always after B90. Oh, okay. it's right after they use some of the same couples. Um, because I think they're going to be on 90 Day. I really hope so. Because we see next week that they she has her passport interview. I really hope. I don't know no. if it may work out in time. I really hope David and Sheila are on 90 Day Fiance. I hope so. I want to start a GoFundMe for them. But you can't. can't. They said I know. that's why I think they're going to be on the show again is because the show won't the show won't let them do it. It's like a money making opportunity. I just want to like I'm like sissies. We could raise all the money you need, but that's not no. You can't do it. I know. We're like anthropologists. We have to watch the hyena be killed by the lion. Yep. We just and have watch, to watch it. Watch it. Watch it being pulled apart. And I say, that's the circle of life. Like Bilal and Shida. We can't go save Shida. We have to watch it happen. Oh, don't mention his name. Um, that's all I have. That's all I have. This is a good episode. <laughs> God, what a great well, season of B90, y'all, as we're wrapping this up. What a great, great, very, great season. A very heavy episode, but um, a good season so far. All right, next episode, we're going to be talking about Statler and Dempsey. We're going to be talking about Riley and Violet. And that's it. I'm no. kidding. We're going to be talking oh, sorry. about David and David Sheila. David and Sheila! And if you're wondering, oh, I wept. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cried so much at a goodbye in my save life. Save it! Save it! I'll save you. All right, everybody. I'll rip your face off. It'll be like a Scooby-Doo villain. That's, That's what I'll show. do for you. Go to realitygaze.com, uh, everybody, and uh, that's where you can find all things about us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to Spotify or or Apple. We also, uh, I'm going to send an email this week. We are working to get our the Patreon app will now link to Spotify. We've got to do some stuff on the back end for that. Um, on the back we, end, basically, we're double trying, ending. It's a Nerdy shit. It's a different RSS feed. We're yep. trying to make sure that there is no interruption to our current Patreon. Because as we know, shit goes awry. Y'all will I'm, lose your minds. <laughs> I might wait till after the Mercury retrograde to do this. I think we got another week. And we, I might we, wait till we after. can't make sure we can't make sure the feed is disrupted because we've already got. Yeah. yeah so we're just trying to make sure that is all going as smooth as possible. So, mm -hmm. but we are in the works to do that. So bear with us. Um, yeah. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you're at a donut place. And cool. you see a choice with Necco donut with Necco wafers, a banana split, and crepe Suzette, and a fucking fried shrimp on top of it. Walk away. Walk Get away. the cinnamon crunch, toast crunch one if you want something wild. Fuck those donuts. Bye. Call us. <laughs>